You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to our bonus episode. So this is a live stream that I did in my Facebook group, The Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneur, and I really wanted to put it on the podcast because we got such a great response from it. And I really feel like the biggest takeaway for most people was how simple it was. And that's something that's really important to me. I think that our online space can make all of these business ideas and these strategies and these platforms, et cetera, et cetera, it seems so complicated. And quite honestly, most of our industry profits off of that seeming complication. But in my opinion, it is so simple most of the time. And I think it's our job to really explain it simply, simplify it for our clients so that they're able to actually put it into practice versus thinking that there is like, you know, this massive amount of complication when it comes to getting clients. So what this live stream is really about is two ways to get clients now. And I talk about the different strategies associated with that, but ultimately the principles and how you're thinking about it and how it applies across the board, no matter what strategy or platform you're using. And that's really important. I think that when we're able to think about the principles of business in a really, really simple way, we're able to execute on strategies so much more effectively. When we truly feel like business is complicated, strategies are complicated, and there's all this stuff that we don't know is when we get ourselves the most stuck. So my goal with this live is really to break it down for you to make it simple to make it easy and to help you have a frame in which to think about getting clients in the future that breaks through all the noise and really really keeps it simple can you tell them into that so i hope you guys enjoy this live stream obviously the audio quality is a little bit different because it's coming off of facebook but i really think the value is there so i highly recommend listening and putting it into practice in your business this week All right. So today I want to talk about two ways to get clients now. So I think that anytime like a client comes to me and kind of like wants to get more results, get, get results faster. These are always the things I say. And so these are always the two things I say. And I feel like people kind of (laughs) don't always love this, but I'm going to tell you what the thing is. And then we'll talk about why people don't always love it and what you can do about it. So basically, um, you guys know I'm terrible. I always just cut right to the chase and tell you the thing. But basically, the two ways to get clients are quite simple. And it is to either build a relationship or build on a relationship. So you're either going to go out there and build a new relationship or you're going to build on a relationship that you already have. Those are the two ways, right? And It sounds almost too simple and it sounds like it will take a long time. And this is why people hate it because it sounds too simple. It sounds like it'll take a long time, right? But if you really use that context of build a relationship or build on a relationship, I'm going to go through this specifically with you. It will change so much for you in business because it will really teach you how to think about getting clients, how to think about what the next step is, how to think about 
what else you can do. And it will make things feel so much easier for you. Um, and we'll talk about like why it's not too simple and why it doesn't have to take a ton of time. Um, but really take that statement or that phrase for yourself that build a relationship or build on a relationship and like use that as your go-to like, okay, I want to get more clients. Like, what do I need to do? Okay. One of those things. And it is like mind blowing how much will open up in your business when you look at it through that lens. What I think a lot of people hate about the idea of building a relationship is because they think that it will take a lot of time, right? But the thing I know to be true is that this is truly the best time that you can possibly spend in this 1000% how you will make sales, right? And if you really think about it, basically every single thing we do in business is aimed at this. Hey, Jen, thank you for being here, right? We just don't call it that necessarily, but like all the fancy strategies and stuff are aimed at exactly this, right? And it's like really helpful to look at it through that. So it's like, what is the point of ads It's to go build a relationship? What's the point of a funnel to build on a relationship? What's the point of a live stream in this community to build on relationships I already have? What's the point of a podcast to go build new ones, right? It is so much less complicated than we all make it right? And when you can really see that, what you can start to do is open up into what feels like the right thing for you. So you can open up to the thing that feels right for you to go build or build on versus thinking, well, I have to have a podcast to get a client, or I have to go do live stream every day to get a client right now. I have to no. (laughs) you have to go build a relationship or build on it. And you can do that in whatever way actually fits for you actually speaks to you actually like feels good to you in that moment. And when you make it about anything other than that, you're going to feel super frustrated because you're going to be like, Oh, well, I have to do this strategy or I have to do it this way. This person is saying it. No, you have to build a relationship, right. Or build on an existing relationship. And so we're going to talk about really specific ways to do that. But like, I'll just give you an example. So for example, I really believe in free calls. Like I, you guys know this, you've been here for any length of time, you know this, I really, really believe in free calls, right? And the reason I believe in this is because it builds a relationship or builds on an existing one so fast, right? It gives you that no like and trust super, super quickly, right? Claire says, yay, speaking my language relationships are everything. Amy said, do you find you do a percentage of build versus build on? Amy, that's a great question. I'm going to answer that in just one second. Cause that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I won't remember my thoughts <laughs> if I don't finish it. So, um, so basically this is, so I believe in free calls as an example, right? But also someone at a certain point in their business d- probably doesn't do calls anymore. I know people that just don't even do sales calls anymore, but here's why you guys. And this is really, really important because there are so many other ways they're building relationships but we make it about the calls. Do you see what I mean? And we go, well, so-and-so doesn't do calls. So I guess I shouldn't. And the real question is, well, what else are they doing to build or build on relationships? And I promise you, if they don't even have to do sales calls anymore, there's probably a ton of other ways that they're building relationships, right? So the reason that's really, really important to pay attention to is because we try to narrow in and we make it about the micro specific thing. We're like, oh, it's about calls or it's not about calls or it's whatever. And we get ourselves all confused all the time. We're like, well, Lacey says to do calls, but so-and-so says don't do calls. 
and that she gets all her sales without them. Okay, well, it's not about calls. Do you see what I mean? It's about the relationship. Okay, I want to talk about that a little bit more, but that was just an example. But I want to answer Amy's question. I don't think there's an exact percentage, but I will say this, Amy, I think that they have to run in parallel lines. So if I was going to percentage it out, I would say it's almost 50-50. I think the reason I would say that is because I think you're always closer to a sale when you're building on, right? Like they're warmer, you already have that connection. So putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into building on is super important, but you don't have anyone to build on with if you're not building over here. So they're both important. And I think in different seasons of your business, you might be doing like a little more of one and a little more of another, right? Like if you're, you know, out there doing a huge push for list growth, your percentage might be very much skewed to build. And that's okay. I have different clients that go through different seasons, Um, but making both a consistent priority is really important. I think that um, I see some businesses almost swing very much one way or the other, like they're a hundred percent just building a bunch of relationships, but they're never taking them any further and they're never building on them. And it's harder for them to convert or they're just building on relationships. Right. And they're like not getting as much sales because they're never going out and building more. So I hope that makes sense. No, no perfect answer there, but I think that, um, probably answers that. But if you have more questions on that, let me know. I like so love it and prefer it when you guys ask me questions because I'm so much more like, oh yes, I wanted to say that. So thank you, Amy. Yeah, we'll be closer to a sale if you're continually building on. Exactly. Okay, so back to that example of like, it's not about the specific thing, like call or no call. It's about like, how are you building relationships? I, I think this is so important and I like cannot stress this enough. I feel like I've been talking with so many clients about this lately. So I want to really dive into it here, which is information <laughs> is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's for free. It's all over the place. There's a ton of it. And so people are not buying from us because we have information anymore. That is like not the most important commodity anymore at all. So I want you to take that in. Information is everywhere, but relationships are not. The online space is full, 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 full of information, but not a lot of people feel like they're really genuinely getting a relationship built with them very much, right? So it's like, if you can be the one that's not just kind of out there to give the information and then peace out. If you're the one that's there to build the relationship, build the connection, build the conversation, build on a relationship you've already had, that is what will set you apart and get you clients super fast because information is not the important commodity anymore. But what people are craving is relationship and connection and feeling that connection to the person they're going to buy from. You want to feel like you have a relationship with the person you're buying from. Otherwise, Like, why wouldn't you just go buy the cheaper course or the other thing or whatever? Why are you going to buy from this person? Because you have a relationship with them. It's that simple. And so if you're looking all over the place for like, what other information can I give my audience to make them want to buy? No, 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 no. Go build a relationship with them. And this can be so fast. You guys, that's why I said now, and you will feel an entirely different level of ease 
in actually getting a sale. Like very few people, and I know this is like a broad generalization and I do not mean everyone by any means, but very few people are actually looking at it through this lens. They're like, how do I get a client? How do I get a client? How do I get a client? And it feels very like, I'll do whatever. I'll just, I just want to get a client. If you really look at it through, how do I go truly build a relationship with someone today or truly genuinely build on a relationship I already have? It is so freaking easy to get a client because this is what people are wanting and craving. They don't want to be just a number anymore, right? They don't want to be like, when you're going, I had a whatever percentage launch or whatever K launch, they don't want to just be one of those numbers. They want to genuinely feel a connection with you. They want to genuinely feel like there's a relationship, right? So when you can go out and genuinely create that connection, that's why I'm such a big fan of doing calls, for example, because you're genuinely caring enough to create that connection, right? It is so impactful and it builds a relationship so fast. You're like, I literally just talked to this person one-on-one, like the connection is so great. And so then when you hold that up to like this person and this person are giving the same information, but I had a genuine connection with this person and got on the phone with them, who are they buying from? The person they felt connection with. And this is something I talk to my clients about all the time. Like it's not even about how much information did you give them on that free call? That's even not super relevant. It's like about how much did you make them feel seen, heard, and understood? And did you actually build a genuine relationship with them? Right. And this can change in two minutes. You guys, like you could go out and say, Hey guys, like I have space tomorrow to help three people with X, Y, Z in their life and their health and their business. Who wants to jump on a call? There you go. That could change in an instant. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's why I say it's like a get clients now thing. Or say you've already talked to people and you go follow up with them tomorrow and be like, hey, I like wanted to reach out. Like I know you were working on this goal, this thing. Like tell me where you're at with that. What's going on for you? What can I support you with? Right? I feel like there's a thing in our industry where people are so scared to like over connect or over support or something. Do you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, but I don't want to seem desperate or I don't want to like reach out too much or I don't want to answer their question when they haven't paid me or whatever. I don't get any of that. (laughs) I mean, I get it. Right. But I don't think any of that is useful. Meaning like, you're not seeming desperate. You're seeming like a human that genuinely cares. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm really only available to give my money to a human that genuinely cares. Right. And like, once you let that be true, it's so much easier to be like, what, like, can I just go out and do that? Like, I know most of you are, if you're in this community, you are a human that genuinely cares, but then we like put all these rules on ourselves, like where like, it has to be this, or it has to be a funnel, or it has to look this way, or I can't seem too eager. I can't, I have to seem, you know, like I, you know, can't be bothered or whatever that is. And it's like, none of that gets you the sale. What gets you the sale is being a human that genuinely cares. Right. And that can get you a client today. If you go reach out and genuinely care about someone and really build that relationship with them, it will be mind blowing. What can happen? Safia, so good to see you. She says, speaking my language. Shayla says, gosh, you are right. People are scared to overconnect, nail on head. Right. It's like, I mean, I I really do get it. I'm not saying that in a dismissive way, but it's like funny that our industry has set up that that context, right? Um, Clara says, that's how I built my old company from having real conversations. So we picked up the phone, powerfully served, boom. It's so simple. 
Right. By the way, Clara had like one of the biggest hair and makeup um, company or the biggest hair and makeup company in the UK. Right. So it's like, it applies to whatever business, whether you're a coach or not, it's so meaningful. Laura says it's, I've been so torn on whether to offer free calls. This is very insightful. Laura, honestly, like, I think, you know, everyone has to do what's right for them, but I am the biggest fan ever because what, again, say with anything, we're trying to build a relationship, right? Like if, if you were to go put out ads or content or whatever, all you're trying to do is build a relationship, right? And so a phone call just fast forwards that so much, like the difference I feel in connection with somebody that I've been on a 30 minute call with versus the different I feel in connection with somebody who's opt-in I've downloaded is just vastly different. So it's like, in many ways, you're doing yourself a very big service by creating that connection. Like, I think sometimes we think of free calls as just like giving, giving, giving. And I think we have to think about like, yeah, but what am I getting back in that? Right. But I totally get why you're on the fence about it because I think there's like very conflicting views. Shanda says, right. Show care, show compassion, show you're willing to give too. a hundred percent. Exactly. Michelle says people can so t- can also totally tell when the connection is genuine versus forced. Exactly. Right. And I feel like so many of us, like I was actually talking to someone this morning about this and it, it just like hit home for me so much. Like I would, you guys know, I plan these, um, topics like well in advance, but I was like, Oh, I'm so glad I'm doing this topic today because she is someone that cares so much. She like genuinely cares so freaking much and like wants to help people. Right. And, um, she was like using all these tactics that were like about the micro details of like how you say something and when you post and like what ad copy you use and all this stuff. And she was like, like, feeling so frustrated being like, why have I tried all these things and not gotten a result? And I was able to kind of say to her, like, cause you're not using the thing that you're best at and most magic at, which is like just going out there and like peopling, right? Just peopling, being someone that cares, doing genuine connection. Like, I think that sometimes we're almost trying to hold that away. Like we think like, you know, it's almost like a sign that we're not far enough along in our business or something. If we're just out there, like being genuine and being helpers and building relationships. Um, but like that call for an example, was just a free call that I did this morning. doesn't, I'm full for the rest of the year. It doesn't mean anything about my level of success or not. It means, do I genuinely want to help my community? So basically, um, I had a ton of sales calls scheduled out when I announced that I was full. And so I just said to everyone like, Hey, if you have a sales call with me, you get a free coaching call. Like, Congratulations, whatever, you know what I mean? And I think that's so important because like, we don't have to make the note of like, oh, if you're giving away coaching for free, it means something or whatever. It means that you're someone who's going to build that relationship and fill your client pipeline (laughs) way faster than someone that feels like they shouldn't or aren't willing to do that. Right. Yeah. Jen says the connection on calls is amazing. Exactly. Laura says, I guess I'm just worried about having the call and then feeling like I'm sneaking a pitch in at the end. I had it happen to me and it felt quite sleazy. It was pitched as a support coaching call, not a sales call. So Laura, here's what I would say to that. And I think that's a great question. I appreciate you asking it because I think that context is important, but I'll say two things there. One is I'm just always honest at the beginning of it. Um, Like I'll say, Hey, I'm going to support you with X, Y, Z on this call. And then at the end, if you feel like we're a great fit, I'd love to tell you how I work with my clients. 
kind of that simple. Like you're not trying to, to hide it because there's nothing to feel bad about. Um, and I would also say like, look at other industries. Like I think it's quite normal across business, across industry to make a pitch, right? Like if I, like I just hired an accountant a little while ago and it's like, he offered a free consultation. Pretty sure shit is going to pitch me on his services at the end or like a lawyer or a doctor or whatever. Like there's so many service industries where you get a free consultation, but of course there's conversation around services at the end. You know what I mean? I'm kind of just not making that wrong where it's like, um, if you're a business offering a service, of course, like somebody can experience that service, but it totally is easy and makes sense to be able to say at the end, Hey, I'd love to tell you more about this service. So I think it's just like not making that wrong. I think there's totally a sleazy way to do that where you say it's a no pitch session or you act like you're not going to pitch. And then at the end you do like a super hard intense, like you don't, if you don't buy, you don't want it bad enough kind of shit. And like, definitely not that, but I think there's just totally a way to be open about it and to treat it as like, of course I would give you a free coaching call before, you know, you buy from me. And of course I would tell you about my services at the end. Like kind of, it just feels like a natural thing. Like it would almost, so here's the flip side of that, which I'll just tell you really quick. Cause I've had this experience where I've given a free coaching call to someone and didn't pitch at the end. And then they kind of came back to me and said, I got an email from them later that day. And they were like, Hey, this is super awkward, but I just like have to ask you this question. Cause I'm feeling um, kind of pretty upset about this. Like, I just want to know, like, did you not pitch to me because you don't think you can help me? Like, am I not helpable? Or like, am I like, do you not believe that I'm going to get results? And that like killed me. I have like never not pitched since then. <laughs> Cause I was like, I never want someone to think that like, I'm not pitching because I don't want to work with them or I don't believe in them. So my point is like, they're like, you know, either way you can kind of make it a wrong thing, but it's kind of like the feeling behind it. I lost Claire's comment, but I think she said you can, you can tell with the feeling behind it too. Yeah. And Jen said even energy exchange. So this is something I teach too, right? Where it's like, that's the exchange almost, right? It's like, you're coaching them for free for a period of time or whatever. And then the exchange is like, and they're going to, you know, hear you pitch for five minutes or whatever that is. Um, so I think that it's just like knowing that that's part of the exchange, just like the accountant's going to offer me a free session in exchange, I'm going to listen to him tell me about his services. And that can feel like a really solid, good exchange, right? Yeah, that was exactly it. You'll get it two to three things to improve on. And it, I was just, in fact, sold to for the two to three for two thirds of the call. Yeah. So I think that's it, right? When it's like two thirds of the call or whatever, it's totally different thing, right? But when it's like, I'm genuinely going to give you an experience. And then of course, after that experience, it totally makes sense for you to hear about my services. I think that is just a total normal business, complete even exchange, right? Yep. Yep. Totally. Lorianne says there's a way to do it in a way that feels good and conversational. A hundred percent. Amy says, right. See if it's a right fit. Totally. Bethany said, I just had this today. Are you saying like a good, in a good way or a bad way? I'm curious about that, Bethany. Um, but yeah, so, so the free call is just an example of that, but basically like you can see how that fast forwards a relationship or you can see how like um, here's another, here's another good example. Like if there's somebody that's always engaging in your community, can you reach out to them and be like, Hey, like what's going on for you? Like, how can I support you? What's coming up? Like that kind of stuff you're building on an existing relationship. 
And like, we can't make it wrong that that also gets us clients. Like, I feel like this is where people kind of get messed up about the build a relationship thing. It can be both genuine and something that gets you a client. And those don't have to conflict, right? I love getting on calls with people. Love, right? I mean, you guys know this. Obviously, my whole business is built on one-on-one. But like, I freaking love getting on calls with people. I also know, right? That if someone gets on a call with me, they're very, very likely to buy from me. And both can be true at the same time, right? I also love doing the podcast, but I know that if someone listens to X amount of episodes from my podcast in a row, they're likely to reach out and want to buy from me. That's totally okay that both are true. But if we're only leading with like, I want them to buy from me, that energy feels gross. If we're leading from like, I want to serve you because I know I can serve you powerfully. And from there, you're going to want to buy from me. That's when it all feels good, right? Yeah. Bethany says a bad way, not an ideal client. I have a hard time letting people down gently. Uh, You were saying you had that today, but the person was not the right fit. And so you kind of had to let her down. Totally get that. And exactly that. Like it also helps you see if someone's the right fit. It helps you actually connect with them. And that's like what building the relationship does is then you can really see like, do we want to take the relationship further? Right. I always equate it to like, you know, it's like asking someone, you know, if they want to get married and not having a few dates, like you need to go date your audience a little bit. Right. And so I think that what can happen is that sometimes we feel like the relationship stuff is going to take a really long time. Like, you know, it has to mean like tons of effort poured in. But what I have found to be true is that like, it can take such a short amount of time. Like if you want to go get on live stream today and like genuinely serve your audience and then pitch at the end of it. If you want to go offer calls and say, Hey, let's get on calls tomorrow. If you already have an audience and you want to go reach out to them, if you already have an email list and you want to go grab who are the top five people clicking the most and send them a personal invitation to chat or to support them more. Right. Like that is perfect. Right. And I think that it's just so quick how much that can happen because of the fact that like very, very few people in this industry are like fully going out there to build a relationship. And so if you do, right, it's crazy how fast it can translate for you. And also if you do that consistently, not only will it translate for you short-term, but it will be the thing that builds your business long-term too. So when we say build or build on, right? That's the whole thing. I can go build that and I can get a client pretty quick that way, but I can also build it and then build on it for a long time to come. And that's when we're talking about the people that are like, I don't even need to do calls anymore or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. If they've built on it in so many ways, if they've built on those relationships that much, right? Yeah. Perfect. Bethany referred her. I love that. So, um, you know, let's give some examples here because I think this might be helpful too, but like examples of build might be like, you're going to do a new event, like a challenge or a masterclass or whatever. You're going to give people an invitation to get on a call with you. You're going to be a guest expert in someone else's community. You're going to be a podcast guest, right? You're going to go out there and build a relationship. But from those things, you could get a client right away. Like if you're a guest expert in someone else's community and you offer a way to talk to you, you could have a client in two days, right? And then build on would be like, maybe you do a live stream in front of your own community. Maybe you do personal outreach to invite your most engaged people to a call. 
Maybe you do personal message. You do follow-ups, right? Follow-ups are like so key there. Like you could get a client off of follow-ups like in, in that, literally that day, right? And exactly what Amy's saying. You'll stand out if you do it consistently, 100%. 100%. Laura says, if you offer free calls, is there still space in your business too? Um, yeah, I think that like, again, it kind of has to be space for both. Like there always has to be space for growth generating things. Like I'll just give you an example, but it's like my business is totally full right now, but like those people that had sales calls scheduled, like I'm going to make time for that. Or like, you know, my podcast, I'm going to make time for that because those are things that build the relationship long-term and that are really important, not just for like in this moment, getting a client, but for a long-term. And so in your business, you always want there to be both where you're serving your current people and you know what your capacity is there, but where you're also making time to continue to build, right? Because I think that's really, really important that you don't get in that feast or famine where you're like, okay, I'm full. So now I'm not going to, you know, talk to anyone or serve anyone. And then when you're not full, you kind of have to start over. So it's kind of about using this as a long-term strategy and a short-term strategy. Yeah. Um, So I think it's also about how you look at it. So like, again, I think that we tend to look at it in these really micro ways. So like, instead of like, I have to put out content. What if you were like, I get to go build a relationship today. Like if you look at your content as I get to go build a relationship today, that is wildly useful. And it also opens the door for you to feel like that content could get you a sale today. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're like, I just have to put out content because Lacey says I should put out content consistently. You're not going to attach it to the relationship or to what that can get you. And it's going to feel like a drag where you have to do all these like micro things and you don't see the reason or feel the in like intention or connection behind it. Right. Or like if instead of I have to follow up, you were like, I get to go build on a relationship today. And then you feel like there's this huge open door, like, oh, I'm building on a relationship today. I could literally get a client today. So different, right? Amy, you're reading my mind. She said, I do reach outs and follow-ups every day. Totally. And you probably think about it like that, right? Like, I get to go do this today, get to go build on a relationship. It's not this idea of like, oh, well, people say you have to do follow-ups. So I guess I have to do follow-ups. It's like, know the reason and intention behind that and bring that to it where you're truly bringing that connection and it will make such a difference. It's sort of like the example that, um, you know, Laura gave earlier of like not feeling good on a call. It's probably because there wasn't that intention to like genuinely connect. That person was just like looking like, oh, I have to get on a call so I can get a sale versus like, I'm genuinely here to build the relationship. Right. Yeah. Bethany says, I personally block the afternoon for breakthrough calls, AM and early evening for client calls. Yeah, totally. See, that's perfect. Like you really do have to make time for both, right? Laura says, I also offer paid coaching calls. Am I devaluing them by offering free calls too? I'm struggling to see how the two would work together. So I think that the thing is, is like, If people aren't taking you up on your paid ones, to be perfectly honest, like the thing you want to do is go out and get free ones. Like I always tell people this, like if people aren't taking you up on your sales calls and your program isn't full, like go out there and offer free calls. So it doesn't mean that it devalues them. It's like they might get one and then want more. Right. And so I wouldn't have them like necessarily perfectly comparable where like your free call is 
30 minutes and your paid call is 30 minutes. Like you definitely want some differential there. Like you might have like your free call be 30 minutes and then your paid offer is 90 and, and has a specific outcome attached to it. Like there definitely can be differential there, but it's not devaluing it. It's giving someone the experience of it. Like, just like, let's use the accountant example that I used. I wasn't like, oh, well, you gave me a free consultation, so I don't want to pay you. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, cool. Like I really liked our consultation. Like let's work together. And so oh, that really is where it comes from. Like, I think that we forget that like we buy for completely emotional reasons most of the time. Right. And so we're way, way, way more likely to buy from the person that we truly feel a genuine connection with. And sometimes we have to get that connection for free before we know we have that connection enough to buy. Right. Amy says, I love doing power hours. So I get to focus on relationship building time. Yeah, totally. And I think when you look at it, like I get to go build a relationship where I get to build on one, you're able to be so much more creative with that time too. Do you guys see what I mean? Where it's like, if you get so micro detailed in it, where you're like, well, this thing says I have to do this task and this task and this task and this task. It gets like so not fun and so not connected. If it gets to be like, ooh, what do I want to do today? Like build a relationship and get a client. It's so much more fun. Business actually feels exciting. You feel like you get to go connect with another human, right? Such a difference maker. Laura says, ah, nice. That makes sense. I'm not fully booked. So I guess filling the time with relationships certainly can't hurt. 100%. Laura, I'll tell you like, that's exactly what I did at the beginning of my business. I think I did like 30 call, 30 plus calls in the first month of my business. Best thing I ever did. That's why I'm still like such a fan of like doing calls and serving people for free whenever I get a chance now, because that like legitimately built my business. And I think that our, I think our industry, and I've talked about this a lot, but I think our industry is shifting so, so much to that personalization aspect again, where it's so important to feel connected to the person you're buying from. We want to feel that relationship because that's what's missing for so many of us. Again, it's not like the information, right? You can get that anywhere. But like, if you're like, again, this group is a good example. Like you can feel like you're one in 13,000 or whatever we have in here, or you can feel like I'm here for you and I want to support you and I want to answer your question and I want to be there. And like, of course we want to buy from someone who has that vibe versus like feeling like you're one of 13,000 and it doesn't matter like that. See how that difference is in terms of like wanting to work with that person wanting to buy. So if somebody is in a million places, but the one person they connect with that week on the phone is you or the one person that reaches out to them and goes, Hey, how are you? How's it going? Or the one person that goes, Hey, I was thinking about you and I want to see how you're doing. And I want to like provide you this resource. You're going to win every single time. Right. Um, yeah, Amy, that's the perfect way to say it. Completely agree. People no longer are comfortable with just being a number in a course. Boom. Yeah. Amy says, you want to know you matter to someone. Exactly. And I think that like gone are the days in our industry, like Amy was saying, where it's like, oh, I, I don't care if that person knows me or cares or whatever, because that's not what matters. That that person's information is probably everywhere, to be perfectly honest, right? Like, I mean, it's just the truth, truth. You know, people take courses, regurgitate information. It's a whole thing. Um, so what you want to know instead is that that person's going to see you and support you and care about your results and care about your progress in whatever field you're in, whether it's coaching or otherwise, right? And if you don't feel that relationship with them, you will not buy from them. But if you can build that relationship 
quickly, you will get the sale. Right. And so I think that, you know, we can't look at the numbers as meaning anything anymore. Like big numbers don't mean shit if you're not building relationships. It's that simple. I can tell you, I'm seeing it with all of my clients on the back end, like the thing that will get you clients the fastest and quickest and most now (laughs) is forming that connection, forming that relationship. Even if it's just a quick personal outreach in the middle of a big launch, like that's the stuff that's converting super, super well. And honestly, for me, I'm so grateful for that because it's the stuff that I think is most genuine anyway. It's the stuff that really shows you what service provider wants to actually show up for you and which one just does want you to be a number in their course. Right. So I think it's beautiful that the industry is shifting in this way. I'm like all about that, (laughs) but, um, what's not getting talked about enough, right. Is the, well, what do I do with it? And what's the principle that I think about it around? And so that's why I wanted to talk to you guys today about the, the principle is I go build a relationship or I go build on one. And if you can use that as a filter every day and just show up every day with that and ask yourself that question, like, how am I going to build a relationship today? Oh, I'm going to put out some awesome content or like, how am I going to go build on one? I'm going to go follow up with that girl that I connected with last week or whatever. It's, it becomes so quick and so clear. Laura says, now that I'm thinking about, I feel quite disconnected to a lot of the content I see. It's all about 10 K months and how things will hundred percent work for you, but a lot of it feels totally impersonal and I'm really empathetic as a person. So I find it hard without any emotional connection. Bingo, like nail on head, right? Um, where you're like, I mean, that was good, but I don't feel a relationship. So it, it still doesn't convert the same way. Right. Amy says hundred percent, the relationship and time you save a person reaching their goal is what will separate you from a course or someone who's just out there to hit an income goal. Ooh, that's good. The relationship and time you save a person reaching their goal is what will separate you from a course or someone who's just out there to hit an income goal. Boom. Down with the icky selling. Exactly. Like that. I mean, it's like Amy just said it perfectly, right? Like if they get on the phone with you and you help them, you know, have an aha moment or whatever in 30 minutes versus like, you know, they read someone's content. It's good. And they just don't feel a connection with them. They're hiring you. Right. And you know, not only are they hiring you, but they're like going to stick with you. (laughs) Like I, this is why we're closed down for the rest of the year because we have such a high retention rate because I focus so, so, so much on having a relationship with my clients and building that relationship really, really consistently. And so that's why like at a certain point, like you're just building on a bunch of relationships and it's so sustainable and easy to keep your business going. Right. Cool. So use that framework, use that context, build a relationship or build on one, play with asking yourself how to do that every day. And and notice, even like play this game with yourself, like name that when you see people doing stuff, like you're watching someone else's strategy, like, and say you see their ad and you're like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're out there building a relationship or you're in someone's funnel and you're like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're building on a relationship. They've already started with me just start watching yourself and naming that. And it will like, you will feel like the process simplifies itself so, so much. (laughs) And you won't feel like, Oh, should I do this or that, or this or that? It'll just be clear. Like, Oh, they're building relationship or building on one. Here's how I'm going to go do that today. And you won't be so in the micro details. Right. Um, and then the last thing I would say is then apply this to like, if you want a client now, go do this now. Don't be like, well, I don't have time to build relationships. I need to get a client. 
no, no, no. <laughs> this is how you do it. And quite honestly, it's the fastest path, right? Like there's nothing you could do that would get you a client quicker than having a great relationship with them. I mean, this has been true of business for like ever, but it is especially true right now. I think when people are craving connection the most. So this can get you a client this week, go out, be genuine. Do not feel like you have to like hold back or not care or seem desperate or whatever that is. Like that's not a thing. Go show someone you genuinely care and want to serve them and want to have a relationship with them and like watch how much better it gets and how much better you feel by the way, because you're not trying all these tactics. So hope that helps. Oh, thank you, Laura. I'm so glad this was helpful. If you guys have any other questions and you're watching the replay, let me know. Happy to answer them. But I love you guys. And thank you for being here. I hope you all have a good week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.